The fundamental flaw in searching for happiness out there lies in confusing pleasure for happiness. This basic misperception leads to the belief that happiness is either a once-in-a-lifetime delight or the compound effect of many more or bigger pleasurables. There is, of course, a place for pleasure. In fact, pleasurable moments and uplifting experiences are the spice of life. Make sure that you fully enjoy the ones you choose. Just understand that their effect wears off. Pleasure cannot be hoarded and then called happiness. True happiness is not a derived outcome of the swings in a pendulum of pleasure. Happiness is the quality of the base on which the pendulum is mounted. It's not the reward of constant that instead of this victories, but an overall rhythm in the way you live your life. A rhythm that applies in any context you find yourself, pleasurable or not. Although the if-then notions of happiness are dominant and loud out there, the truth is that genuine happiness is a now-and-here skill. It's the byproduct of a specific way of living your life. It's not on the horizon, it's under your feet. Not to be found up there, but down here. It's not dessert. It's the meal. Revisit your original beliefs about happiness again. Those first thoughts you wrote down. Are your initial perceptions about happiness associated with enough now and here ideas to your liking? How big is the shift you need to make in your definition to move your personal happiness from out there to in here? William Ralph Inge said, The happiest people seem to be those who have no particular cause for being happy, except that they are so. What are the mutual traits shared by happy people? In other words, if happiness is the offshoot of a pattern of conduct and not simply an assortment of highs, what are the underlying features of the pattern? All our research, interactions, and observations have led us to conclude that happy people share nine common qualities. Number one, they think in a different way. Two, they assume full accountability for their circumstances. Three, they enjoy simple things more. Number four, they own up to their future. Number five, they are passionately engaged in what they do for a living. Six, they invest in their overall wellness. Number seven, they have constructive relationships. Number eight, they harness an optimistic worldview. And number nine, they accept that happiness is a day-to-day -day effort. You may get the chicken and egg feeling when you look at the list. Is this what happy people do, you may ask, or is this what people do to be happy? The truth is that it's a fair portion of both. Applying these principles in your life feeds happiness, but they also come easier for people who commit to their own happiness. It doesn't really matter which comes first. What does matter is that these principles are embedded in the lives of people who are happy with who they are and with the lives they've chosen to live. Let's pause for a moment and briefly reflect upon each of these happiness traits. Number one, happy people think in a different way. Happy people view life through a productive window. The general way in which they give meaning to everyday information and events is not tarnished by fantasies of personal threats or portrayals of what is amiss. They empower themselves with an enabling perspective on matters instead of settling for the downside. They get out of the way of true answers and support lasting solutions, even though it may not be their answer or solution. The ancestor of every action in your life is a thought process. How we think is how our lives work out. Our reality over time mirrors the way in which we choose to make sense of life. We structure our lives in our heads. Happy people often appear to be fortunate. However, when you examine the pattern according to which they decode life, you realize their good fortune starts in their minds. 
They live more harmonious lives because they don't think in contradictory or conflicting patterns. The lens through which they define life isn't scratched. They don't burden their minds with a hunger for superiority, but invite, allow, and comprehend any information, accommodate more opinions, and consider alternative suggestions. They aren't at war with life or set in their own ideas of how things should work. Guard over your thinking, for it becomes actions. Your actions slowly turn into habits. Over time, your habits shape your character, and in the end, your character becomes your destiny.